Hi there and welcome to Truth Diving. Tonight we're going to look at John chapter 11, verses 1 through 44. John chapter 11, starting in verse 1. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was ill. So the sister sent to him, saying, Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, The illness does not lead to death. It is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Mary and her sister Martha and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, Let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now seeking to stone you, and are you are going there again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. After saying these things, he said to them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I go to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover. Now Jesus had spoken of his death, but they thought that he meant taking rest and sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died, and for your sake I am glad that I was not there, so that you may believe, but let us go to him. So Thomas, called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us also go, that we may die with him. Now when Jesus came, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles off, and many of the Jews had come to Mary and Martha to console them concerning their brother. So when Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, but Mary remained seated in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask from God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into this world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, and said in private, The teacher is here and is calling you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the village, but was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, See how he loved him? But some of them said, Could, he not, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, deeply moved again, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. 
Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, by this time there will be an odor, for he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around, that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The man who had died came out, his hands and feet bound with linen strips, and his face wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. So Lazarus, Mary, and Martha were close personal friends of Jesus. In verse 2, it says that this was the same Mary who had anointed Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. This actually takes place in chapter 12, in which in chapter 12 where it also mentions Lazarus, it also reminds us that it's talking about this Lazarus whom Jesus raised from the dead. I point this out just because if you're reading chapter 11 and 12 um, both at one time, it might seem kind of strange that 11 talks about what happened in 12 and 12 talks about what happened in 11 and vice versa. As we read these, we remember that these are not written chapter by chapter like we would read a novel or a story, but they were accounts spoken and written down sharing what the experiences the people experiences the people had with Jesus. From the very beginning of this story, it's obvious that Jesus sees the bigger picture in ways that God alone could see. First, Jesus is told that Lazarus Lazarus is sick, and Jesus says, "It's okay, it won't lead to death." Then even Upon receiving this news, Jesus does not allow his emotions to lead him into rushing into actions. But he waits two days, apparently until he determined that the timing is right. When it's time to go, he is not concerned, like his disciples, about the Jews that were looking for him. But the time has come that he needs to go to Lazarus, and so he's going to do that. First, the disciples question, if Lazarus is really asleep, and why do they need to go? Why do we have to go into danger? But Jesus clarifies that he already knows Lazarus has died, showing that never once was the situation outside of his watch. We should by no means think that this is some sort of contradiction in what Jesus had said earlier, but it's clearly a step in God's plan and something that he's using. After all, in verse 4, Jesus said that this situation is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. In a similar way, we read back when we read John chapter 9 about the man who was born blind. Jesus said that that situation was one as well that was allowed so that the works of God might be displayed. When Jesus arrives at Bethany, we see Mary and Martha respond, and both of them, both of them clearly had faith that Jesus could have healed Lazarus. They both say the same thing, if only you had been here. Through Jesus' conversation with Martha, we see some more clarification about what he meant when he said that Lazarus would not die. Jesus says that he is the life and the resurrection. Just as he says in John chapter 3, verse 16, whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Though the physical body may experience death in this world, the life that Jesus brings is far beyond the reach of death.
Then we see Mary's response to her brother's death, and we see a part of Jesus that often gets overlooked. We read of Jesus' heartache to the point of weeping. I feel like there are a couple points here that we can skip over if we go too fast. Obviously, we see the sorrow of Jesus displaying not only his complete humanity, his vulnerability, but also that he cares for us. The first time we read of Jesus' sorrow, it's in verse 33. It's because of seeing Mary's pain that Jesus was deeply moved and troubled in his spirit. Jesus, who is in full knowledge that these things are playing out to the, for the glory of God, still has compassion for Mary and what she's going through. Jesus, in his perfect obedience, allowed God's plan to unfold the way that God had planned him, even though he knew that the pain it would cause, the temporary pain it would bring in this world, he obediently followed the plan for God's glory. But we must not forget that in his perfect compassion and love, his obedience did not negate his care. It's funny here in verse 39 and uh Verses 39 and verse 40, when Jesus tells them to open the tomb, the people are still questioning Jesus. It's like one minute they have faith that God will answer him, that he could raise Lazarus. And then the next minute they weren't sure if he was quite serious about what it was he said. But when they do open the tomb, the first thing Jesus does is thank God for hearing his prayers. Before they were even answered, he declares the faithfulness of God. He says that he does this for the people listening. This is not saying that we're supposed to always go out of our way and pray in front of everyone. Jesus is not showcasing how good is prayer life, but he's declaring boldly and in front of everyone he's declaring that all the glory for what's about to be done goes to God alone. Well, I thank you again for tuning in and listening. Um, Again, if you have any questions or comments, um, you can visit the Facebook page, and I'll see you next time.